Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 75, where we're discussing The Other Woman from season 4 of Lost. I sent Pickett and Tom to track their location, and they came across this. I'm sorry, Juliet. Sorry about what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What happened? We don't know. There weren't any witnesses. I can only assume they found out he wasn't one of them. Guess I should have listened to you. Why are you showing me this? Why did you bring me out here? What, you mean instead of his wife? You knew this would happen. You sent him out here because you knew this would happen. You wanted this. You wanted him to die. Why? Why? You're asking me why? After everything I did to get you here, after everything I've done to keep you here, how can you possibly not understand that you're mine? Take as much time as you need. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 75 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we're discussing The Other Woman from season four of Lost, a Juliet-centric episode. And from what I'm reading in our forums, um, maybe not one of the most favorite episodes of season four. What did you think overall? I thought it was okay. I mean, I think, I think I'd probably have to agree and not one of my most favorite, but um, yeah. it was it was pretty it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of story forwarding and there's some awkward things going on and things we're expected to believe mm-hmm. that I, I have a hard time believing. And Yeah. So let's jump into it here. Um, you know, a character bit first off. Um, Juliet is talking with a woman named Har... I think her last name was Stanholm, Harper Stanholm. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time catching it, but... Yeah. And uh, she's there for therapy. And Juliet is talking about how she doesn't like being treated like a celebrity after just having arrived on the island. And she was only planning to be there for six months, but Ben had to set up, you know, a nice house with everything she needed. Right. So clearly he was planning on her being there a lot longer yeah, than six definitely. months. So uh, in Jack's camp, um, Charlotte and Dan have taken off into the jungle. So Jack and a few others go after him. And um, while they're in the jungle, Juliet begins to hear the whispers. And then Harper appears and tells her that she came to deliver a message from Ben. Mm-hmm. That the two people they're looking for were headed to the Tempest, a new station we'd never heard of before. And uh, we find out it's an electrical station. And if they figure out how to deploy the gas, then everyone on the island is going to die. Yeah. Uh, So Jack shows up and he can see Harper's, you know, 
he can see Harper. So it's really interesting. She's not like some, you know, ghost or from the whispers or something like that. Right. It's like, she's an actual person that's there for some reason and Jack can see her, but then she disappears. Yeah. That, that's what kind of confused me. It was like, yes, yeah, she, Jack can definitely see her, but you know, then she, as she, as, uh, as the whispers came back, she just gone, you know, I, I didn't, right. that was kind of, it's definitely spooky, you know, eerie type stuff. I don't know. Um, I just kind of wondered, cause I mean, I knew it was raining, so there's always going to be, obviously something's going to happen. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we already talked about that many uh-huh. times, but, um, I don't know. Just, I kind of wonder what, what she was or not, we've not seen her in any camp or anything up until this yeah, point. Yeah. Right. That's what was confusing to me is she said, it's not like she's been a main character in the show. Right. You know? And I also wondered, <clears throat> is there any connection between like, you know, people we've seen in the past who were kind of mysterious like yep. they, they appeared out of nowhere mm-hmm. or they seem to come with the smoke or whatever right uh, i wonder if there's any connection between us seeing her now and the people we've seen in the past like if they're coming like the reason they're there is the same this yeah. the same source exactly yeah they all have that same kind of element you know right. uh you know like that like you said there's some kind of like island prompting and then they show up you know uh-huh. and um they all kind of um bring a message to a right. certain degree you know so yeah that's true but then they it's like they're somewhat normal but it's i mean it made me think of the whole walt you know did he ever yeah. appear somewhere he wasn't supposed to be thing? right and it's almost like these people are uh, able somehow to right. appear different places give a message and then all of a sudden exactly yeah so a lot more to learn i would think there because mm-hmm. i'm totally confused with it right now um, so they run into Kate, who was knocked out by Charlotte, and uh, Kate tells them that they had gas masks. So it's, did I say gaze? Oh. Like gas? Gas uh, masks? I think you said gas, but it was definitely a weird gaze. <laughs> there was a weird gaze. draw there. Yeah, yeah. We're not but, that country here. <laughs> no, not at all. But it's clear that they were planning to do something, and they were going to need some protection from yeah. whatever it was. So Jack calls for Juliet, but she's already gone. Mm-hmm. So uh, really good character information here about Juliet. Uh, Juliet is treating Goodwin for a burn, and we find out that Harper is Goodwin's wife. Yeah. And he says, you know, his burn is from an electrical transformer, but Juliet says she knows a chemical burn when she sees one. Later, she's talking with Ben and telling him, you know, what's causing the deaths of the mothers and babies on the island. And she says the problem occurs in the second trimester when the mother's immune system is triggered and the Mm -hmm. white blood cell count plummets. It's like the woman's immune system turns on the fetus. So we're getting a little bit of information about exactly what's happening to the women on the island when they have babies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as if, um, the way I thought of it is as is their, their bodies obviously are rejecting, um, um, the babies as if it were like an infection or a disease. Right. Um, rather this would be some kind of like, um, ability of the Island to keep the Island pure and mm-hmm. uh, from being, you know, too populated or bringing in, you know, um, uh, any outsiders or anybody else, you know, just kind of like the Island has control of who stays and who goes. Right. You know? Yeah. it really does seem like the islands intervening in some way. Definitely. I mean, I guess I don't see how the Island could possibly cause the mother's immune system to turn on the baby, but right. Something's happening. Yeah. There. So Ben staring at her the whole time she's talking clearly has a thing for her. Mm, creep. And, and while they're talking, Goodwin shows up with some food for Juliet, which really aggravates Ben. Mm hmm. 
Um, but yeah, you can see that something is developing between uh, Goodwin and Juliet, mm-hmm. which we saw before, didn't we? Yeah, we. There was there was like a, a small clip of she was in bed with the guy and all this stuff and. Yeah, yeah. Back at the <clears throat> whenever um, they had a flashback back at the camp, yeah. it was we knew that Goodwin and her were together. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we know what happens, and now we know how awkward that, yeah. that really was. Yeah. So. Um, Juliet and Harper are talking and, you know, Juliet comments that Ben has been very kind to her and Harper says, of course he has, you look just like her. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? Um, I'm guessing, uh, either his wife uh, that maybe have died, had died during childbirth or whatever, or, um, his mom. Maybe. Right. So that's a good point. Yeah. Cause we did see his mom. I can't remember what his mom looked like, yeah. but unless there were some kind of similarity similarities there. Yeah. But um, I, I'm leaning more towards, I mean, especially if he has a crush on her. Yeah. His it's wife. It's probably not his mom. That'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, but it's totally w- possible, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guessing <clears throat> it's his wife or, you know, whatever yeah. connection he had to a woman on the island before. Right. Yeah. So she says, I see you and my husband have been friendly and asks, you know, when Juliet started sleeping Mm -hmm. with him, so just comes right out with it. And she says she's not an idiot and to to just tell her when it started. And she says she followed them and watched them. And she says if the relationship continues, there will be consequences. She doesn't want Goodwin to get hurt. Yeah. And she doesn't want him to get hurt by Ben. So she's kind of trying to protect him from Ben. Yeah. And which is kind of creepy that, like, she wasn't so concerned about the fact that her marriage was kind of ruined. Yeah, I know. It was more about wanting to protect Goodwin from Ben. Yeah, yeah. It, it almost like, <clears throat> I mean, you could definitely tell that she was a, a bit upset, but um, yeah, like, I'm with you on that. It was more, you know, I mean, I took it kind of one of two ways. One, either she just really does care for him so much and she's mm-hmm. saying, look, you know, I he's made his decision, but I don't want him to get hurt. Right. Or it almost seems like these relationships were arranged you know yeah. he's like yeah i thought that too yeah you know you know good one you'll be with harper and you he's know like, i was oh, like man. Yeah. Oh, i was gonna pick somebody else <laughs> you know but um but yeah i you know that's kind of what i kind of got that feel too is like she was invested in him enough that she didn't want him to get killed but outside of that she was just like you know whatever you right. know yeah well and you know I thought too that Goodwin made the comment before that you know he or later on in the episode that he had been sleeping on the couch for a month, so, a year, or did he say a, a year? year? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got this the sense that I one either the relationship was kind of long gone, or two it's almost like like you said like an arranged type marriage, right? Where they didn't really like each other in the first place, but she had kind of developed you know. Uh, love for him yeah. just in a different way yeah. kind of thing yeah and whenever she he said he was been sleeping on the couch for a year i took that a different way that their relationship with with um um juliet had been going on that long so he was just like he's like how much longer do we have to do this you know it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. i've been sleeping on the, on the couch for a year like maybe that was an indication of how long juliet and and goodwin had been together oh that could be you know right yeah, because I don't know. At first, I think Julia said she'd only been there a couple of weeks. Right. But we don't know how much longer after that the whole thing was going Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So later, Ben arranges a date between he and Juliet, kind of on the sly, which was mm-hmm. really sleazy. Yeah. And uh, they have a conversation about some children on the island, which I thought was interesting. 
Um, he says, I want to thank you for how wonderful you've been with Zach and Emma. Mm-hmm. And he, she says, um, you know, she, that they've been asking her about their mother in Los Angeles. And Ben says they'll stop asking in time. Yeah. And Juliet says, you know, they're children and asks if they really belong there. And ben says they're on the list and who are they to question who's on the list and who's not. Yeah. So Juliet says, now that we have everyone on the list, what about Goodwin? And, you know, which doesn't seem to make Ben too happy at all. Um, he says Goodwin has been making a case for Ana Lucia, who Goodwin thinks could be a valuable member of their society. So this whole conversation about Zach and Emma turns out to be a conversation about two of the kids that yeah. were taken from their camp. Right. Uh, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, because they're, they're referring to them not in the negative way at all. No. It's not like these are kids they kidnapped necessarily. Nah. It's like they're doing something. Oh, yeah. It's just like they're, there's your dog biting a toy. <laughs> um, it's like they are totally um, uh, meant to be there. You know, it was expected, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's, I thought it was interesting, too, about their mother in Los Angeles. Right. I mean, man, it just seems like they're dropping hints. Yeah. Know, and I can't quite pick up on what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, I was trying to uh, trying to gather in who that mother might be, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, who who's there? You know, is this is this uh is this Ben you know, Ben's kids from his wife in Los Angeles? Is this yeah. uh <laughs> yeah. is this whose kids are these? You know, like they were you know, they were seem to be taken, you know, for a purpose, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's just weird how, you know, flippant Ben is about, you know, Oh, they'll stop asking in time. Oh yeah. And it's like, he truly believes that the reason they're there, I mean, because of what we've seen from Ben in the past, like the whole issue with the freighter mm-hmm. and him trying to keep them from leaving because he thought it was in their best interest yeah. kind of thing. It's like, he truly believes them being there is a good idea and it's oh, yeah. a good thing. Definitely. And, and they shouldn't be, you know, they'll, they'll stop worrying about their mother in a while. It's for the best mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yep. So, uh, in Locke's camp, you know, Locke makes a visit to Ben and let's listen to that. Okay. Rabbit today? What a lot of chickens. This didn't have a number on it, did it? What? Eat, change, put your laundry dishes by the door. I'll be back to collect them in 15 minutes. So has a revolution begun yet? What are you talking about? Well, you're the leader now. I know it's a tough position. You have to deal with all those people constantly second-guessing your decisions. And it always starts out so innocently, doesn't it? A question here, a comment there. Then if you're not careful, you find you have a full-blown insurrection on your hands. Believe me, your people are going to be so angry when they realize you still don't have a plan. And I assume you have a plan. I always have a plan. Does it involve you raising $3.2 million? That's a lot of money. Wait. Maybe this will get you started. Put your laundry and dishes by the door. I can help you, John. We have shared interests. 
least a common enemy. And that would be our friends on the freighter. Not them. The one they work for. Let me out of here. Give me some semblance of freedom. Let me sleep in a bed and eat with utensils. And I give you my word, I'll tell you everything you want to know about yeah, the person see, who sent there's the, the problem. I don't trust your word. All right, then. I guess I'll have to show you. All right, no tricks. You're not leading me out into the jungle so you can disappear or shoot me in the back. No tricks, John. We don't even have to leave the living room. So let's have it. We have a deal, right? How do I know you're not going to run off and meet your people first chance you get? If my people still wanted me, John, they would have stormed this camp long ago. It's behind that picture. Thirty-six, fifteen, twenty-eight. Red Sox? I taped over the game. This is Charles Widmore. This is the man whose boat is parked offshore. This is the man that's been trying to find the island. Who's the man in the blindfold? One of my people that had the misfortune to get caught. How does Widmore know about the island? I don't know, but he does. What does he want? John, three months ago in Gainesville, Florida, the Virgin Mary seemed to appear in a patch of mold on the side of an old housing complex. When the word got out, over 5,000 people came to see her face for themselves. You've survived an airline crash on this island. One minute you're in a wheelchair, the next minute you're doing jumping jacks. If 5,000 people came out to see a piece of mold, how many people do you think would come here to see you? Charles Whitmore wants to exploit this island and he'll do everything in his power to possess it. Everything I know about Charles Whitmore is in this file. Some of it's vague, some of it's guesswork, some of it's concrete. But this is everything, and now it's all yours. 
sorry I didn't tell you all this sooner. But it was the only bargaining chip I had left. There's one more thing I need to know. Your man on the boat, I want you to tell me who it is. All right. But you might want to sit down. So obviously that was a combination of two different clips mm -hmm. uh, from the episode, but it was, you know, one big piece of, of, of uh, information. So I thought I'd combine it together. Okay. Uh, so Ben starts to play some mind games with Locke about his leadership and whether or not his people are planning a revolution. Mm -hmm. And it hits a little too close to home for Locke because of Claire's questions, you know, right. um, questioning his method for getting information from Miles pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, he says, I can help you, John. We have shared interests or at least a common enemy, uh, not the people on the freighter, but the people they work for. And uh, Ben wants Locke to give him a little comfort and dignity and in exchange, he'll, he'll tell Locke everything he needs to know. Hasn't Ben promised Locke several times oh, now yeah. to tell him everything he yeah. needs to know? Yeah, that's what I kind of like when I was watching. I was like, I mean, I guess Locke is kind of stuck <laughs> between a rock and a hard place because he, <laughs> he doesn't know anything really. To, yeah. You know, but yet Ben keeps telling him he's going to tell him stuff. And he has shown him some stuff, but then tried to kill him. You yeah. know, so it's like, gosh. You know what? I don't know what to do in that situation. Yeah. You know? uh -huh. So you know, he he gives Locke the combination to a safe with a VHS tape in it, and Locke watches it. And it's an it's a video of Charles Widmore kind of getting out of a car, and he's got some prisoner mm -hmm. or something. And Ben says it's his boat parked offshore, and uh, this is the man who's been trying to find the island. Yep. And Ben says he doesn't know how Widmore knows about the island, but he does. Yep. And he says Widmore wants to exploit the island, and he'll do everything in his power to possess it. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if there's much there to discuss well, or not, but what did you it, think? I mean, it obviously I mean, kind of confirms what we had been speculating before, right. you know. I uh -huh. mean, this is a Charles Widmore boat, and this is he is the one that's been trying to, you know, you know, find this place and right and um, that's how Penny was able to probably locate this uh -huh. this boat and you know I you know so that that's kind of a it's kind of a a big a big point you know I mean yeah I think so too I mean because it connects to so many different things Widmore is the reason Desmond was on the island in the first place you know yeah. he's the reason for the race he's yeah. you know the reason you know he's Penny's father of course. Yeah, and uh, it just seems it's it's like he becomes a bigger and bigger part. Oh yeah, definitely. Of, of the mystery of this show. Yeah. So he gives Locke a folder with everything he knows about Widmore, and Locke says he wants to know who Ben's man on the boat is, and Ben says, "All right, but you might want to sit down." Mm -hmm. So um, I, I was I was thinking, who could he? I mean, if it's that. Yeah, if it's something that's going to hit that close to home for Locke, yeah. like. Who? Who? It's it's yeah exactly. Unless it's some kind of like weird time travel crap where it's somebody like it's that's it's, yeah like it's you, <laughs> right? You're on that boat, but you you know the the or it's you know I mean that could very well be too. I mean mm -hmm. uh, you know we yeah with the time travel element being you know pretty much totally open ended and it's out there yeah, you know it can exactly. totally be a part of the whole that's, situation. That's what I was thinking. I was like okay. You know, I'm waiting to see Locke in the future or, <laughs> you know, somebody, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to find out, you know, who it is exactly on the boat yeah. and uh, see what you think of all of that stuff. So at the Tempest, uh, Juliet arrives and opens the door. Uh, she gets inside, and Dan and Charlotte are trying to override the computer. Mm -hmm. uh, she holds the gun to Dan, but he refuses to stop. 
He says he's not trying to release the gas. He's trying to render it inert and make it safe. Right. And Charlotte shows up and there's a fight, you know, seemed pretty surprising for Juliet to fight like that. Like seemed kind of against her character. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, a weird way. Yeah. Like everybody on this show can like, they're, they're like Matt Damon and they're, fa- <laughs> and they're, they're tough. Yeah. Know? They're fighting. And she's like, it's a good thing I took judo classes. Exactly. It's so paying <laughs> off now, you know, <laughs> you know, but, but I don't know. But she eventually wins and Charlotte tells her that, you know, she believes Ben is going to use the gas and try to kill everyone on the Island and that he's done this before, which is how the purge happened. Um, you know, she tells Jack outside that Ben told her to kill them through Harper and how somehow he knew how to get to where she was. Yeah. Knew exactly where she was, even though he was locked inside the basement mm-hmm. of that house. Right, yeah. And um, she says, these people are here to wage war against Ben and he's going to win and you don't want to be anywhere near me when that happens. Right. He knows how I feel about you. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought that was uh, interesting um, to to kind of spin it on set because I mean you obviously thought that the people are going to go gas them you see the mm-hmm. gas mask and then for them to say well no Ben's planning to do that like it's such a mind I don't know <laughs> trip I mean you can't uh-huh. you can't follow it I mean I can't I don't know which one to believe I mean I Mr. Know. Woodmore does seem like an evil junk so yeah. it makes me think <laughs> that Ben's right you know um, but then Ben also seems evil like you might have these two right. evil masterminds that are right just in battle with each other you mm-hmm. know yeah and it does really seem like you know this show is different enough to i could totally see it where there there's not really a good guy right yeah other than you know some of the characters on the show that are right you know don't have the sketchy past that's where i'm leading at this point mm-hmm. but um let's see what was i thinking here the issue I have with this episode mostly is I can get, you know, I can totally buy that in the past, you know, Ben had a thing for Juliet. Yeah. But obviously in all of the interaction we've seen with them, you know, through season three, there was no hint of that. And it's one of those cases where it's like them trying to keep the the show a secret mm-hmm. has really hurt the show. Right. Because the, the actors only have like one, one, you know, it's one script one week to the next. Right. And they're not given much information to help them, you know, put those little nuances into the character. Right. You know, there should have been weird glances from Ben. Right. You know, there should have been awkwardness between them. Yeah. And there was never really that there. I didn't think anyway. Did you? Uh, I sensed a little awkwardness, like when the whole, um, you know, he's out of a book club. Yeah. You know, just, you know, just, but nothing like really alluding to, I mean, I guess there I guess there was enough for me to think that that either they had something going on or mm-hmm. he, he wanted something going on. So yeah. I, I'll I'll say that at least. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't done as good as it could have been had you like right. you said had 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 they said, oh by the way, you like her, yeah, uh, you know at some point. Yeah, you, you had know? a crush on her, you know, a couple of years ago, and and it's still there a little bit, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. He could have just added a tiny bit, and it would have improved things a lot right. more because otherwise it feels like they they make these decisions like at the last minute mm-hmm. and then they expect us to kind of buy into exactly. it. I mean, it doesn't really affect the way I feel about the show at all. It's just, that's one little thing they could have done right. to, to make a big difference. But do you, I mean, how do you feel about the whole, you know, Juliet, you know, having really strong feelings for Jack? Um, I don't know how I feel about that because it's like, uh, I mean, I, I like the idea that they, that they would, 
you know have something going on but the what i'm i'm, I'm struggling with is that i the future jack that i've been seeing mm-hmm. there's no juliet talk yeah. he's not with her uh-huh. he's in love with kate you know it's like what the heck something had to happen right you know so that's what i'm struggling with okay you know so in a flashback we see juliet reviewing jack's file and she tells ben that he's a spinal surgeon and you know how he can help ben basically mm-hmm. And Ben doesn't seem very impressed or excited at all. He's too busy being in love with Juliet. Right. And he tells her to come with him. He takes her and shows her Goodwin's body, and she realizes that he sent Goodwin to die because he knew about them. Right. Which which I did like this part. Yeah. It totally made sense why Goodwin was one of the people yeah, definitely. he sent. But then it makes me want to know why Ethan was one of the people he sent, since right. he was the doctor, exactly. for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely makes you think something. Either Ethan was a little AWOL or mm-hmm. they need to get rid of him or whatever. Yeah. But um, also, it kind of to me was like it almost alluded to the fact that because he said, come with me right after she got done saying about Jack as if he knew she would be interested in Jack just mm-hmm. to kind of give her a forewarning. By the way, you know, it's like, come with me. I'm going to show you what happens to your boyfriends. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's when he says, he goes, you're mine. Yep. You know. Yeah, I mean, I just think uh, we had that conversation a while back about Ethan and all the weird stuff that happened with him and, you know, how weird his character was kind of portrayed mm-hmm. and how evil, like totally the embodiment of evil he seemed to be whenever he kidnapped Claire and Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Just the freaky look on his face. And it, it goes back to this to me. It's like, did they know something about Ethan that made Ben realize they needed to get rid of yeah. him? And they needed to send him out there and, you know, put him in harm's exactly. way and try to deal with him. Yeah, maybe actually, like, because Goodman seemed like a, actually a good guy. Maybe Ethan was, really was trying to, wanting to help Claire and, you know, do all these things. Maybe maybe he wasn't the bad guy, you know. Right. Uh, maybe he just knew too much. Yeah. So uh, at the end, Ben's just walking around free as can be, and he managed to mind job lock again. Yep. And he says, you know, see you guys at dinner. You know. Yeah, exactly. Man, I just, I don't get it. I really don't get, like, how we're supposed to believe that Locke would fall for this over and over again. No, I don't know. But he is. So we'll see what have it turns, and he ends up getting shot in the face this time, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Well, let's uh, get into some of our feedback on the forums here. Okay. So Nathaniel Star writes, I've always felt the addition of yet another station felt tacked on. I liked the Juliet flashback and was very interested in her and Ben's relationship, but the present day stuff felt forced. The best part of the whole episode was Ben's t- tantrum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, I guess we're supposed to believe that there are some ty- there's some type of gas vents on the island that allowed the others to kill everyone. Yeah. But I seem to remember them having to toss canisters of gas into New Otherton when they showed it yeah. in The Man Behind the Curtain. This still doesn't make sense to me. It has the same retcon, I'm not sure what that means though, feel of the device planted in Claire from season three. This is probably the worst episode of season four and the only one in that season that felt off to me. He has some more notes, but we'll talk about the, uh, those in a moment. Here. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I do. I remember this too. You know, when when the hostiles raided the Dharma mm-hmm. camp, they had canisters of stuff. Did they not? Yeah, they did exactly. I mean, um, I remember them. I thought they did throwing them. Um, I thought they were throwing them. I know yeah. at least Ben had canisters. 
Now, could it be that they the, they made the canisters and it had the gas from that station in them? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking these people didn't have access to yeah. and the I can't station. Imagine, yeah. You know? And I don't think they had a vent system set up that would pipe gas everywhere on the island either. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the, when I saw that station, I mean, what the heck is that? I mean, that's got to be something. Yeah. So, I mean, if they can control the weather, though, if there is some, like, weather controlling, you know, I bet they can probably control... You know, mm-hmm. gas and all those things too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and it's just. Uh, I I totally agree with Nathaniel Starr here. It's yeah. like, like I said, it's like they're adding information to the show, and that should have been addressed in some way in the past. But yeah, it's like we're just getting it out exactly. Of the he says, as an additional point of conversation, not having to do with this specific episode, but one major difference I have noticed between Anton and the portion of the audience that watches the episodes as they air is that he is not subject to the huge amount of outside information, making his experience a completely different one than my own. Um, he wants to know if you're aware of the official Lost podcast, which I don't think you no, are really. No, I... Yeah. Mm. But do you want to talk generally just about like how you've avoided those outside things? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, when we came into this, I mean, like I said, um, I was the guy that... I, I had a interest in the in lost just because i ever there was so much like people like uh you know my friends stuff like yeah, oh talking about go it. and watching it and like <laughs> you know i'd call them hey you guys want to do something like oh, lost on that <laughs> so it was like you know there was there was that but as far as i i got I just my wife and i didn't have time to commit to another show and right so we actually avoided it and kind of even got to the point where we're the cynical about it we're like forgetting yeah. oh lost people you know <laughs> yeah. so we really didn't have any idea about it and then when i actually you and I talked about watching it. Um, mm-hmm. I purposely kind of, you know, uh, cut myself off from any, you know, my wife reads some of those little magazines like us magazine. And who am I kidding? I read some of those us magazines <laughs> and we'll see like a, like a, something about lost or something, you know, and you know, we'll hurry up, turn the page, you know, run from commercials. We don't do any kind of searches online. Mm-hmm. So just as be- best we possibly can. And actually to this date, we, we haven't been spoiled yeah, at all. Right. You know, and that's the thing too. And totally in your defense, it's like, it's almost impossible to do it because with us, like the time when we watch the episodes, that's the only information that's available. Right. So it's easy for us to watch or listen to the most recent episode of the official podcast or Jay and Jack or yeah. reading on the forums. But for you, it's like every time you even try to do something like that, you're risking spoiling. Exactly, something. and I don't. So I don't. I don't go right. listen to anything. Um, I, I mentioned like not even getting on our own forums, right. you know, because yeah. I mean, people say, "Well, we're, no, there's no spoiler stuff here." But even if it were to hint to something, uh-huh. I, my mind runs right. with these things. Yeah. So, and that that totally brings us all the way around to why this podcast was created in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to have a show where people like Anton who were watching the show for the first time could listen to a podcast about the show without the risk of any big spoilers. I mean, I've slipped once or twice before, but nothing big, you know, nothing at all. I may give a name before we've heard it or something like that. Um, but nothing really major. Right. Uh, and it's really hard to do. I mean, the, the official lost podcast, I don't even think has an archive of most of their shows out there. Um, I looked around briefly because there is a lot of great stuff out there. Um, but he says, you know, I know how much I look at Lost, you know, how I look at Lost is shaped by many of the books that I've been that have been referenced in the show 
And without numerous podcast discussion about these books and other things, my theories would not be as clearly developed and probably wouldn't be seeming to come true for the most part. Mm-hmm. When the rest of us who are real loss fanatics watch an episode, we get so many different takes on things from dozens of podcasts. We play alternate reality games. We <laughs> listen to backwards audio played forwards and we have foreign languages translated. Uh, we look at, for, at the frame-by-frame shots of the many hidden clues and uncover the mysteries of the show by tracing the writer's numerous shout-outs. Was Anton aware of how much Stephen King has been an influence on the show? Mm. Have you heard of that movie? No, that's just the first time I've ever heard of that. Yeah, and it's not, a, it's not a big deal. It's just the, the writers of the show, or the, the two executive producers, have said many, many times you know, how big of a fan they are of Stephen King's The Stand. Oh, okay. Um, just the, the giant scale of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a great point. I mean, you're definitely not, you know, putting yourself in a situation to be spoiled. And that, that boils down to that. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, it wouldn't make sense for, I mean, it would be kind of a, we'd be a whole different show if, yeah. if we, if right. I were doing anything, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's awesome that you guys have that ability and I'll be caught up soon enough, uh-huh. you know, that I probably will be able to, you know, you know, listen to things or look at things, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, at this point, I'm glad. I mean, I'm very excited at the fact that I, I I know nothing more than what I've watched. You know, in this case, this episode. Yeah. So, yeah. um, he does have one last paragraph here. He says it's very interesting to me how his experience is more pure, but at the same time, maybe less enlightening, for lack of a better word. I'm not saying how you're doing it is bad, a bad thing, and in fact, that is a reason your show is one of my favorites. I do think Anton will be blown away at how deep this show really is once you start digging. Yes, Anton, it is even deeper than it appears once you start considering the sources of inspiration. Just as an example to throw out there, are you aware of the biblical connections with the name Jacob and Ben? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just from my own, I'm not familiar with what in the in the reference in referring to the show mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how they're using it but I know obviously the characters of the Bible you know yeah. um, uh, you know Jacob and so we kind of actually talked about that a bit yeah briefly I don't yeah. remember talking much about Ben no we I didn't can, I can't think offhand of, of no. how they're connected no but that brings me around to, to something you know he says I hope you can work a discussion on this into your show at a later date now what I would really love to do I was thinking today um, you know we've got this growing list of mysteries all the time mm-hmm. you know that's like huge now of things that we some things we've had no answers to other questions that we've had bits and pieces of right i think it would be cool if during our hiatus we kind of went through some of these mysteries yeah that'd be good and talked about them some shows i mean sometimes we might only do one mystery for one show other times it might be a really small mystery and we'll discuss several of them in one right show. Um, but i think it'd be really cool i could find a list of the mysteries of the show and we could talk about what we've learned about those mysteries, what we haven't, you know, any theories we might have on it, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And kind of help, you know, take this deeper because you will be caught up with us. Exactly. And uh, then it will be appropriate for us to, to go and reference those things. Maybe we can pull in clips from other podcasts, you know, so we can have discussions on those things. Yeah. It would take some work, but I think it would be a ton of fun. Yeah, I think that'd be great. A lot of fun. Yeah, that'd be actually really good to do during the hiatus as well, mm-hmm. you know give yeah. us something to do, give you know listeners something to listen to yeah and, so. i think so too 
We have another comment here from Brandon and Bama. He says, I just finished rewatching The Other Woman, and it is far better a far better episode than I remembered. There was a lot of speculation about these island zombies and whether or not they are manifestations of the smoke monster. Uh, of course, talking about, in this case, Harper. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, I think it is true of you know Christian, Yimmy, and of course, Harper in this episode. The monster has to be more than black smoke that randomly eats people. I think that the mysterious list is a fabrication by Ben uh, that he uses to manipulate his people. Jacob, at least in my opinion, seems trapped and powerless. I wouldn't be surprised in the least to learn that Ben never could communicate with Jacob at all. This episode has many great quotes, especially by Ben, as any as let's see any as any I can remember in the entire series. And he quotes a couple here. Good one. You know what's Ben gonna do? And of course, Ben does something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ben, you know this did this didn't have a number on it, did it? About the rabbit that he was eating. right. And Ben, I taped over the game, which was cool because it was referenced to an earlier scene with Jack watching the game on the you know the TV. Mm-hmm. And Ben, you know, take as much time as you need, you know. <laughs> yeah. When she's with Goodwin's body, and of course, see you guys at dinner. And um, maybe the others use the gas from the tempest during the purge, which we kind of talked about a little bit. Um, but yeah, any thoughts? I mean, we talked briefly about the whole these people that are kind of um, mysteriously appearing. We don't know what the source is. With Yimmy, it looked a lot like it was uh, something to do with a smoke monster. Yeah, yeah. But the others, not. We don't really know much more than that. No, I. I mean, I mean, obviously, it, it could. It could totally be that. Who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. but I don't know anything at, at this point that would. I mean, put those two directly together other than yimmy you know yeah right well thanks so much for your uh, comments and feedback and as always if you have comments or theories or questions you can post them at our forums at lostmysterypodcast.com slash forums um, and go into the podcast episode discussions section there i've been creating uh, threads ahead of time so you can uh, discuss those episodes and we'll pull them out and use them on the show as we can uh, but anything else from you for the episode? No, uh, the, the, there was one co- uh, comment by Harper that was uh, fairly interesting to me. But it was just uh-huh. uh, when uh, she said uh, to uh, Juliet in the when she was in her zombie state or whatever it is um, that uh, Ben is exactly where he wants to be. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I thought that was interesting. So you know, and just kind of gives you back, shows you again that Ben is obviously in control even when he seems out of control yeah and yeah. that he's still working a plan oh, yeah, definitely. and that he's you know he hasn't given up like he's trying to make it, Locke believe he has exactly so. yeah good stuff there okay well everyone on Friday we'll be discussing I think it's G. Yeon um, yeah I'm not sure if that's how it's pronounced or not but uh, we'll be discussing it then I think that was a sun-centric episode okay um, but until then we hope you all have a wonderful day Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.